Hey, this is Kyra's Talk, and this is your host, Kyra. My monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. (laughs) Gotta love the monster mash. Tis the season for Halloween and spooky things. Dear God, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Halloween is what? A hop, skip, and a jump away? So I hope you guys have a great thing planned for Halloween. Me? No, but I do plan on dressing up. That's my favorite thing. Last year, I was Chucky, my best friend. She was my bride. (laughs) So this year, I'm still debating. I know I have one more day left to do this costume. It's one of two things, but it's going to be a surprise. I'm not going to say anything because God forbid I change my mind. (laughs) But I'm so excited to see different costumes that people are going to do this year. I am more excited to know how people are going to do Halloween this year during this whole COVID 19 and year 2020 because it's been one fuck of a year that I can definitely say it's been one fuck of a year but there has been some ups to this beautiful year okay so what comes with good comes with bad but hey it comes so I am very excited to see exactly what people plan to do when it comes to COVID because honestly it's like what can you possibly do do you still go trick-or-treating like I love giving out candy but how do you feel about me giving your kid candy and people, uh, people are on tripping this year as well. Cause like, I also hear people talking about the candy. So I love CBD. I love everything CBD. It helps my body. It helps my pain. It helps endometriosis. It helps my H. pylori. Okay. It eases a lot of pain, but people are so worried that they're going to give their kids some CBD Skittles. One, if your kid never some CBD Skittles, that motherfucker ain't gonna be hurting. He's gonna be knocked the fuck out or gonna be smashed the rest of the fucking candy that he has. Or just nothing or notice anything. But God forbid it does happen. I'm not saying it's going to because honestly, I don't even think the Skittles are out yet because why? I I am still waiting for those Skittles. I am still waiting for those godforsaken CBD Skittles. God, they look amazing. And I'm, I'm intrigued to even see if they work and to ease pain because sometimes you just want to enjoy food while trying to ease your pain because half the time your pain causes reasons why you can't eat. But back to Halloween. So Halloween, I'm excited to see exactly how people are going to do trick-or-treating. Okay. Um, I decorated. I know a lot of people are decorating. Um, the weird thing is um, we're still doing our holiday tradition that we do at work. We're just doing it at home. So I entered the pumpkin. Um, I entered the uh, cooking contest. The ingredients was pumpkin. Um, so that was exciting. I made the original pumpkin pie that was actually inside a pumpkin. So that was a new experience. I love baking, and that was exciting. It was absolutely exciting, and very delicious because I made two of them. They're cute little small pumpkins. Um, we also have the whole decorating contest going on. People are taking pictures of the decoration. We had um. When the beginning of fall, we had um, the um, apple contest. So any ingredients include apples. I want to do that, but I missed that. Um, but we are still doing the pumpkin carving contest, the Halloween um, decoration contest, as well as the contest for um, costumes. So and also desserts, 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 and treats. I love making Halloween treats. My favorite thing around this time of the year when I work at my job is I get to cook. 
I love cooking for a lot of people and I love hearing people and what they say about my cooking because it makes me know that, okay, this is what I can do better or this is actually, oh, so y'all like it. Oh, okay, cool. That's fine. <laughs> so, but I, I love the fact that we can still do it even at home. I mean, granted, downfall is I don't get to pig out during the holiday, but I guess the plus side is I don't get to gain it. So there's that. Um, but yes, we have a lot of different things that go on with work. I, I love to hear you guys and what you guys have going on at work and the different things that you guys are doing um, with your Halloween content, Halloween um holiday <laughs> um so let's see what you guys are doing at work and with your friends um but i'm i'm really 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 like i'm processing on how like people are really going to do the trick-or-treating this year during the COVID. like i'm really like how are you gonna do it but i'm gonna pay attention i'm gonna ask some friends i'm gonna watch to see what they do people said they're still gonna go trick-or-treating they're like fuck it wear them gloves i mean just know that I hope you guys are paying attention when I say just because you're wearing gloves outside grabbing the candy does not mean you get to go home and open it without gloves. Because guess what? I feel like a lot of people are going to get home, let their kids take their gloves off and open that candy and eat it. They're not going to think twice about what the fuck they just did. You know why? Because what was the point of the gloves? You're going to go home and open the candy with your bare hands. Unless you as a parent open each candy individually or wipe them the fuck down, which I highly doubt. Or actually, I feel like some parents would, to be honest. But, but yes, that is a thing that crossed my mind a lot this year. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm probably going to have some trick-or-treaters come to my door. Um, if that's the case, I am going to buy a bag of candy, maybe, um, and sit outside. But usually I end up eating the whole fucking bag. <laughs> so, so, there goes that shit start the holiday right because once it comes Halloween then it comes Thanksgiving and then it comes Christmas and then it comes New Year's and so basically you're picking the fuck out from October to fucking January so that's the part I love about holidays you get to pick the fuck out okay but um as far as Halloween goes I am actually very excited to see a lot of people's decorations my cousin is one of them (laughs) she is like me she's a crafty person and she likes doing stuff with her kids um I'm excited to when I get a chance with my stepkids to go ahead and um well I don't call them stepkids to my kids um to do different projects and stuff like that um granted they are Jehovah's Witness so um certain holidays or well actually those things I can't do but I'm gonna switch it up and Take away the holiday part and just do different projects without the holiday season stuff in it. But, um, but yes, my cousin, she is doing a giant spider. I will bring her on and I will actually have her, um, talk about that (laughs) hopefully tomorrow. If not, then we shall see after Halloween exactly how everything went. I will love to see, um, see hers. I want to see exactly what her, her and her kids did because she sent us in a very big, um, size, uh, spider. So that's intriguing. But yes, uh, a lot of people are uh, doing a lot of different things. A lot of people want to stay home when it comes to Halloween. Um, and there's that. But um, but be safe no matter what you do. Be safe. Be careful. Be mindful of others. Um, regardless of COVID or not, please be mindful of others. Um, and keep distance if need be. But that's not me to tell you. So uh, another thing I want to bring up. Uh, I know it's like a huge jump from one thing to another, but, um, we have a lot of things going on about a lot of people being pro-choice, being, you know, pro-life, 
against life, you know? Um, I'm pro-choice, okay? I know a lot of people have some feelings about that, but guess what? I am pro-choice, and I will always be pro-choice. What I don't get is how in the entire fuck is a grown-ass man going to tell a woman what she can do with her body? Last time I checked, y'all don't have a name on any of these women's bodies. Y'all don't control these women's bodies. Y'all don't have a say-so with these women's bodies. Y'all don't know what these women's bodies go through. Y'all don't know what the fuck they have to see and go through every single day with those bodies. So therefore, no man can dictate any and anything a woman does. Any fucking thing. And I love the fact that men think they can because like it's it's fucking baffling. We're in the 21st century and men still can't understand the fact that women are fucking independent and we have a mind of our own and we are not witches, we think. Our mind is there. Like, I mean, like, for fuck's sake. So you telling me I can't have sex over my own fucking body? So if that's the case, then, like, well, I don't understand. Like, the shit is, like, I'm trying not to, like, <laughs> you know, get pissed in this uh, podcast right now. But, like, the only way I'm against abortion and the only woman against abortion is if you ho-hopping around and you know what you're doing and you constantly just like, oh, it's okay, I'll give it up abortion or I'll abort that shit. Like, bitch, no. The fuck? No. There's so many women out here struggling and trying to have life, trying to be mothers. But there's women out here that can't be mothers. And you have a lot of women taking it for granted like that. If you're going ho-hopping around and you just sitting here fucking every dick Tom and Harry and you're like, oh, let's go abort this shit and then go back and do it again. I don't condone that. I don't respect that. I don't fucking condone it. I'm pro-choice when it comes to women who are raped. When her, who, women whose bodies can't handle pregnancies. Women who thought they can handle pregnancy but end up like being a health issue that they can't handle pregnancies. There are so many issues out here why uh, people should be pro-choice. There ain't nobody out here that should tell a woman she should and should not do it in her body because that's her body. From the more days she was born to the day she dies, that's her body. Okay? Y'all, none of y'all can actually tell one woman what she's going through with her body and how exactly how she feels. Not one man. But I'm going to definitely tell you this, though. The crazy part is, y'all don't understand, everybody's so focused on people having abortions and y'all just mainly focus on people having sex and aborting them left and right and all these young girls aborting them left and right. But what y'all fail to actually pay attention to is the reasons why people and why women are aborting babies. Main reasons, starting with one, the fucking body. We can't, sometimes health issues can't fucking handle that. So women, so many women are scared that they're going to lose them or themselves, them or their child. And sometimes there's no fucking choice. So they have to fucking do it. Sometimes it's that risk that you have to take, like, it's either ma'am, you either continue, and it's either you or the baby, or both you, or you actually probably have to go and abort this, and I know it's, and it's the worst fucking thing for a woman to put her mind through, and to actually think, but y'all too busy focused on the, the fucking, the negative shit, instead of focus on the main shit, focus on why women are in here and out here struggling, why women are out here aborting babies, like, Women are getting raped. Young girls are getting raped. Okay? It is up to that 
young lady, that woman, that beautiful, amazing creature to decide whether she wants to keep that baby or not. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. A woman should be allowed to have a choice whether she keep her baby or not if she has been raped. If her body has a health issue, she has a fucking choice. If her doctor says that she has needs a choice, that's that choice. There's no one in this fucking world that can tell a woman what she can and cannot do with her body. Why a woman can go to prison or jail and be uh, fined for having abortion? Dear God, God forbid, miscarriage? That's, oh my God. Y'all like, y'all make motherfuckers not want to move to certain states because this shit's ridiculous. The crazy part is everywhere. But certain states are convicting worse than others. And this shit's baffling as fuck because why you're not doing this to men why you're not doing this to men out here having sex with women left and right and leaving the stds and shit y'all not confining them but yet y'all can sit here and tell a woman what she can and cannot do with her body that's crazy that's crazy but yes i'm pro-choice when it comes to women who've been raped and i believe they have a choice i hate when people sit here and talk down on women who gave up abortion who had abortion when they uh, were raped like, I hate when people, or when they gave them up for a dot. I hate when people talk down on those women. You have no clue in this world on what they are mentally, physically, and emotionally going through to handle that right there alone. Just to handle that alone. Okay? So, not even putting just that in a factor. Now, putting the age in a factor. And then what happened in a factor. And then, God forbid, your family don't. don't it, it's a lot of different things y'all got to put in a factor of why a woman is getting abortion. It's not just because she's going whole hopping around because I feel like it's y'all focus on that main reason because that's the main reason why a lot of people think Planned Parenthood open. No, that's not the main reason. And that's the not main concern for women out here. Okay. Y'all make it hard for women and y'all make women scared to do certain things. I, I really don't understand how a man has control over a woman and what she says or does. Like, bro, even if we're married, you still have no say so control over anything I do. Why do men think that? Y'all have not once had a period. Y'all have not once had a cramp. Y'all bodies do not stretch past capacity. Okay? Y'all bodies do not do that. Y'all couldn't even tell a woman how the fuck she feels during a period. Just because why? Someone described it to you? Bro, the way she describes it is definitely not how the fuck she feels. Okay? It's undescribable half the time. Okay? So y'all so focused on the wrong things that y'all think I can just control women still. Like women are independent. We are powerful. We are amazing. And I think, is that what y'all scared of? That women are amazingly powerful? Like, I mean, what is that? What is it? Like y'all constantly keep women down. Not all men. Not all men. I'm not going to say that at all. Not all men. But the ones who are actually being here and saying like, oh, you should... You're a killer, or you should um, go to jail, or I'm pro life, and da da da. And y'all, the main motherfuckers that have never met or been around a woman who struggled with life, health, and mental illness. Well, there's that. Sorry to get all depressing to y'all motherfuckers, but it is what it is. It's life, it's woman's life, it's the struggle every single day for women. Women out here struggling to have kids, women are struggling to even tell their spouse that they can't have kids. Okay? You got women trying to have kids and have miscarriages. And and how men are handling it is it's so wrong on so many levels and it just leaves this world looking like looking dumbfounded. Like the fuck? Like what? Like what do you do? 
but but yeah it's just please um don't hate on someone else for their choice i mean to each his own choice i mean i will always be pro-choice that's just me <laughs> okay but you know it is what it is um so another thing i wanted to go ahead and discuss is um gardening okay so weirdly um <laughs> weirdly i had i was growing peppers i was growing potatoes sweet potatoes i was growing um i was growing uh herbs a lot of different herbs and actually they're still kicking and growing it got a little chilly and windy but it's still growing i'm surprised that my peppers are still growing that's a very miracle thing i ate my jalapenos i ate my red peppers it was actually really good. I love the fact that I can go outside, cut my green onions if I need be, go in my pot, get my potatoes, which was really cool. And I was so excited. <laughs> but yeah, um, I want to know, does anybody ever garden in the fall? Like, I know there's certain things you can garden in the fall. And I'm really surprised that my peppers and stuff is still growing. So does anyone else plants still grow in the fall while it's like cold as shit? And it's getting colder and they're still kicking and growing. Like, my banana pepper is still growing. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to bring them in the house. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't know. But. <laughs> but. Um, but. That is today's episode. Um, so, if you guys have any questions, concerns, you know where to find me. Don't forget to find Kyra's Talk on Instagram. As well as Women's World Health. Um. This is Kyra's Talk. This is your host, Kyra, and you guys have a lovely, blessed evening. Hey, welcome to Kyra's Talk. This is your host, Kyra. First, I want to say happy Halloween. I hope you guys have an amazing, safe night. I hope you guys have fun, and um, I hope you guys had a great day. Um, but uh, so today, I had a lot of women ask me about sharing my story about um finding out about having endometriosis and um, dealing with that from the time of start and finding out till now. Um, so I wanted to go ahead and share that story with you guys. So bear with me. Um, this was like back in 2016 when all this started happening. So uh, when it first started happening, I didn't realize I had endometriosis. Um, when it started happening, um, at first I had pain in my ovaries. I didn't know it was my ovaries, but I knew I had pain down there. So I just had all of a sudden, like, all this rush of pain kept happening while I was at work. And it kept happening for a while. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let me go ahead and go go to the doctor. So my doctor was like, you have cysts in your ovaries. So first it was like, you need to have, like, an ultrasound, all that good stuff. Then it was like, come to find out, I have cysts in my ovaries. So if you have cysts in your ovaries, you know what it feels like. And that shit shoots up and down your leg. It's, it, like, literally stops you in your tracks. It's... It's the most intense pain ever, and it lasts a very long time, especially when you feel erupt. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. Like, the pain is undescribable. So, it's like someone taking an ice pick to your man's balls and just constantly going, or basically that's what it feels like. <laughs> so, um, so, once I had the ultrasound, I kept dealing with that. And my pain from my stomach kept getting worse. I kept getting nauseous. I kept getting pain. I kept getting um, all this, like, at once. So, just like I am now, but at least I'm more relieved and know what's going on. But um, the pain was constant. It was, like, waking me out of my sleep. I, I couldn't sleep. So, um, 
said it was like, okay, we tried everything, nothing's working. They tried all the pills, nothing's working. So the doctor was like, okay, um, birth control didn't work, so let's go ahead. And she's like, I think you have endometriosis, but to find out, we would need to do the laparoscopic surgery. So I was like, okay, fine. So let's go ahead and get that done. So 20, uh, yeah, 2017 rolls around. I have the surgery. Come to find out I have endometriosis. <laughs> Yay. One, I love the fact that I found out what I had because I was so lost. I didn't know what to do. When I'm talking about like the mental issues you have and the physical, you're so over it and you don't know what's going on with your body. You're over it. You're tired. You're drained. And it's like, huh? Like, I can't be the only one out here. And I thought I was. I thought I was alone. I didn't know what the fuck was going on with my body at all. Like, I didn't know what was going on. So, when I found out that having surgery, that put a, it took a huge relief off of me. Uh, especially when I had um, my husband. Uh, he was my uh, boyfriend at the time. Well, f- I believe, yeah, fiance at the time. He's my fiance at the time. And, um, but, yeah, it's, because, <laughs> Not only did it affect me, it affected my relationship. Because not knowing what was going on, it made me frustrated and irritated and depressed. And it made me take out a lot of stuff on him and our relationship. And it, 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 it mentally switched a lot of things. So you start taking certain things a different way. And you start to feel insecure about yourself. Because you can't always have sex like that. Because the pain comes and you don't know when it's going to come. So, so each day is a surprise and each day is something new. So dealing with that in my relationship was very intense. Um, it was hard. I know it was hard for him. Um, but, um, but we got through it. Thank God. (laughs) I, to be honest, without him, I don't think I would have made it through because he was my biggest supporter and he did help me a lot. Um, and in my decisions. (laughs) So without my husband, I probably, I, would have been struggling alone by myself and it had been hard a very long lonely journey i'm not saying that you know people dealing with by themselves are going to be lonely because you got plenty of people there it's just at that moment i didn't know this existed i didn't know the whole there's a whole platform of people out here i didn't know so sorry excuse me so um so after the surgery i went back on birth control from 18 until now, I've been on depot. Okay, so, well, 18 up since 2017, I was on depot. So, once I got done with surgery, I tried to go back on depot. That didn't happen. My body was like, oh, no, you thought you was. <laughs> Try it again. So, like, after about three to, well, I would say about four or five months, six months, I started uh, feeling the pain again. So, that's when I went back on birth control. Birth control didn't work. Um, so we try, um, but a depot didn't work. So I tried different birth controls. I tried different pills. That wasn't happening. Oh my God. The pills, the pills made me feel like I was back at my period for the first time when I was young. That's what it felt like. It felt like that. Um, <laughs> that was the most intense pain ever. It was like intense. It was strong. It made me sick again. It just made me throw up again because when I first had my period, I always had severe periods. And so when I first had my first period, or when I had my periods, my periods were so intense that 
it would make me black out. I would get so sick. I would start throwing up. I would have to take medicine so I don't throw up. So my doll and then my doll stopped working. And then pampering. Pampering was my best friend. Yo, when I say every time I knew I was coming on or I had to be on, I always had pampering on deck. A lot of it because I went through bottles. So that's how intense that pain was. Like it would have me like leaving school because the pain was so bad. So, um, so the periods, uh, it felt like having that pain again. So I stopped the uh, pills and then I was like, you know what? Let's just stop birth control for a while. That made my hormones off the chart. So I felt so bad for my fiance. He was like, I, I, I felt bad for him because I knew he was like annoyed because I came off in so many ways, but he he handled it. <laughs> I love him for it so much. But my my moods, I took it out on a lot of people, and it mostly went to him because he was always around. But dealing with that was probably the hardest thing when you first happened to you, and it's all at once, and you first find out about everything. It's just like the hardest thing ever, and then. It's exhausting, and it's tiring, and it's draining, and it's mentally, physically, emotionally draining. And so, um, so goes about, you know, till now, the pain um, starts to get worse. <laughs> I love when my doc, when I, I had to switch doctors, because that one doctor kept saying, oh, well, birth control work, only birth control, birth control, birth control. I'm like, yeah, no, I need a more wider range of things instead of just birth control because I was, I was tired of taking birth control that didn't work. So come to find out after I left her two months later, come to find out she left her job. And I was like, huh, because I heard her just keep offering birth control to a lot of women for issues, but whatever. So I got my new doctor. Um. She helped me out a lot. She helped me with pain, trying to figure out exactly what's going on. That's how I ended up finding out that I had H. pylori. Now, I've never heard of H. pylori until I had it, just like endometriosis. So H. pylori is like, I want to say, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I want to say like a little parasite in your stomach. I don't want to say parasite because it sounds very disturbing. But it don't go away. Shit, I had like probably what, four treatments and still don't want to go away. So I'm just like stuck with it and I'm sick every time I have to take the test. It's still there. Like I know it's there. I feel it. I feel it every day. It got to the point where it affects my endometriosis. So H. pylori and endometriosis feed off each other. H. pylori is in my upper stomach where my stomach sits. And then as far, um, as, far as endometriosis, that's in my lower abdomen and my ovaries and my uterus. So knowing where it's at and where it sits, it affects each other. So when my H. pylori is in pain and like it's acting up and it flares, it flares up when I don't eat, when I first wake up, it, it flares up when the hunger comes or when I eat something and it doesn't agree with it, which doesn't help because with endometriosis, the same way, if you don't agree, it's not going to work and then it's going to affect the other one when it's going to have a flare up with endometriosis. So it's never a, a good thing, and it never everything I eat because H. pylori diet is different than endometriosis diet. So 
you kind of have to find a common ground and sometimes you have to just be like totally worth it <laughs> so um and deal with the pain but it's kind of hard dealing with it um occasionally like times you're like all right cool i can do this i can push through and then you get to those weeks where you're like fuck man like I'm so tired of this shit. I'm tired of waking up in pain. I'm tired of being in pain. I'm tired of my ovaries feeling like they just want to jump out. Like I, it just, it's a mental, a mental battle that you're constantly going in circles with. And you, one moment you think you figured out your body, and you think you pinpointed down everything from eating to to sleeping and everything that doesn't affect it. The next thing you know, what you thought worked doesn't work, and it switches. So, that's the part that kind of just throws me. But as far as um, now, um, I constantly wake up in pain. Um, I, I, uh, it's hard for me to eat. I did, um, I do, my weight loss goes up and down a lot. It goes up and down a lot. Because um, times I don't want to eat and times I... I just want to eat. I want to eat all the time. But it's it's like a, a battle off of each other. It's it's horrible. Um, but fun news is I do have um, hot flashes. So that's a downfall. I fucking hate hot flashes. If you have hot flashes like I do, shit, man, shit. I'm like, my body's jumped in like pre-menopause. And when we're endometriosis, have that. So... I've been in high flashes, and they have been intense. I'm talking about intense, intense. Like, <laughs> like I sweat through my shirts. Like, I, the heat's on. I get hotter. Like, it takes one ounce of heat to make me hotter than hot. And I'm sitting here rolling my windows down outside, and it's like 50-some degrees. I'm rolling it down, hot as shit. I'm like, oh, thank God. This feels so good. Like, hot flashes are going to be the death of me. That I tell you. So, but, um, but the journey is definitely long. Um, sometimes it feels lonely, but you got to remember you're not alone. Um, but I'm still, you know, learning as I go about what works and what doesn't work. It's still hard dealing with endometriosis and everything that goes with it. It's hard to find, um, what works and how to handle the pain because there's no cure. That's the, that's the thing. There's no cure to endo. You just kind of have to, like, deal with it. People say hysterectomies work, um, but the crazy part is you still have endo after you take out your uterus and your ovaries or if you do a partial hysterectomy. They say it's still there. Regardless, it's just ease the pain. So I actually did thinking about, I actually did think about getting a hysterectomy, and I still want to. It's just, I want to have kids first. But I'm also scared to have a hysterectomy. And I know there's a lot of women out there that have hysterectomies. But it kind of makes me nervous, to be honest. Like, will I, do you feel different? Do you feel empty down there? Do you feel empty inside? Like, how do you feel? Like, I keep racking my brain. Like, I know if I have to have a hysterectomy, I have to have a full hysterectomy. There's no partial. My issue is my uterus and my ovaries. So, my main issue is my uterus. So, I will have to have a full hysterectomy. 
but I want to try to have kids first. I know it's going to be a hard um, battle, but it's not going to be easy. But Lord's willing, I, I want to have. A, I want to try to have kids. So that's what made me stop having a hysterectomy this year. Um, was the fact that I just I want to try to have a little me, a little Kyra, that'd be cute. Um, so. So don't get discouraged if you don't want to have a hysterectomy or you do. Um, it's your decision. Um, just know that you have to read and understand everything that works for you. Because every woman with endometriosis is different. And each stage is different. Now, bonus there is four stages. I want to say mine is between, I want to say three. I want to say between the three and four. But I want to say it's about a three. Um, so the pain, it, it gets, <laughs> it gets there. So mine is about moderate to severe endometriosis pain. Um, if you don't know what endometriosis is, <laughs> which I should have said at the beginning, it is the lining of the uterus. Okay. Um, it, it does affect different parts of the body. It does have lesions, um, that it leaves everywhere. But, um. Oh, yeah, so endometriosis is basically like tissue that normally lines the, the uterus, and instead of growing on the inside, it grows on the outside of the uterus. And the tissue can be found on like ovaries, fallopian tubes, your intestines, your stomach, your bowels. Some people find it on their lungs and their um, other parts, um, but that's in very rare cases if I don't lungs. But it can get in places and affect your body and your organs. Um, endometriosis is kind of severe. It does. It is a very. Un, it, that's not kind of severe. It is severe. It's a very underrated disease. You have a lot of women that die from it. Um, you have a lot of women that will commit suicide from it um, because they can't deal with the pain and the mental issues that it brings with it. Um, it brings infertility. Um, it brings depression, anxiety. It brings a lot of things into into it and a lot of people don't understand endometriosis is a very very strong disease that affects women very heavy and it's very very underrated and it's and me even saying this like this doesn't describe how severe this is like every single day is something different it's something new it's never the same no two days are ever the same but but the sad part is endometriosis doesn't have a cure, but um, but yes, that's what endometriosis is. Granted, I they're still trying to find cures, uh, but they are do they are still they are finding new ways to you know find it more sooner than um, most common is fifteen, a little older to have surgery twenty twenty five, um, but they're starting to find it a little earlier in blood. They're trying to. To find a way to um, detect it a little earlier. Sooner to get control of it. Um, they did say they find it in young babies. Um, but they did do surgery on a look. Which is so baffling to me. But that's crazy. But but yes. This is my journey. That is my journey. Um, it is a long journey. <laughs> but it is my journey. And I felt like. Um, it happened for a reason. And um, as much as I don't want it to happen. I felt like. It happened for a reason. And only God knows that reason. But we just kind of have to take it day by day. 
and know we're not alone and be strong, powerful women and put one foot one foot in front of the other and keep it moving and keep it going. And keep it going for you and just know you have love and support all around you. Okay. But um, hopefully everyone can share their journey because I would love to hear people's journey on the endometriosis um, journey. But, uh, but yes, <laughs> this is my journey as far as endometriosis and finding out about it. So um, this is Kyra's Talk with your host, Kyra. You guys have a lovely, happy Halloween and you have a safe day.